Okay. So we shall start chapter 37. The killing of demon Casey and Vyoma. Now, last chapter we did was the slaying of Arista the bull demon. So this is chapter 37. The killing of demon Casey and Vyoma. This is from the Srimad Bhagavatam. Canto 10 part 2. So today we are going to think, you know, get bothered about with two demons before Akrura comes. Now Akrura, remember in the last closing lines it was mentioned that uh, <coughs> Kamsa wanted Akrura to go and get Krishna and Balram from where they were and kill them in front of everybody. So he had created one entire place where the whole uh, villages, everybody around the city, villages, everybody would come and they would see. First was the elephant. Alright. And then later on it was the, there were two guys who were supposed to be great mullers, pahalwans or wrestlers, fighting people. So they were supposed to do that. So that is where we ended. So before that, before we begin Akrura's story, we are going to do a small story about two demons. So, these demons are basically how we have in our world, you know, over-ambitious people, how how they are. So, we will see that, alright. So, Sukhdev Goswami said, the demon Kesi, sent by Kamsa, appeared in Raja as a great horse. Running with the speed of the mind, he tore up the earth with his hooves. The hair of his mane scattered the clouds and the demigods' airplanes throughout the sky and he terrified everyone present with the loud neighing. When the Supreme Personality of Godhead saw how the demon was frightening in the village of Gokula by neighing terribly and shaking the clouds with his tail, the Lord came forward to meet him. Kesi was searching for Krishna to fight. So when the Lord stood before him and challenged him to approach, the horse responded by roaring like a lion. Seeing the Lord standing before him, Casey ran towards him in extreme rage, his mouth gaping as if to swallow the sky. Rushing with furious speed, the unconquerable and the unapproachable horse demon tried to strike the lotus-eyed Lord with the two front legs. So, there is a demon called Casey who is it's a, like a huge horse and he has come to Gokula so that he can kill Krishna. But the transcendental Lord dodged Casey's blows and then with his arms angrily seized the demon by the legs, whirled him around in the air and contemptuously threw him the distance of 100 bow lengths just as Garuda might throw a snake. Lord Krishna then stood there. Upon reigning consciousness, Casey angrily got up, opened his mouth wide, wide again and again rushed to attack Lord Krishna. But the Lord just smiled and thrust his left arms into the horse's mouth as easily as one would make a snake enter a hole in the ground. So, the Lord has thrown the horse and the horse comes back again because he wants to charge Krishna and kill him again. Casey's teeth immediately fell out when he touched the Supreme Lord's arm, which to the demon felt as hot as molten iron. Within Casey's body, the Supreme Personality of Personality's arm then expanded greatly, like a diseased stomach swelling because of neglect, as Lord Krishna's Expanding arm completely blocked Casey's breathing. His legs kicked convulsively. His body became covered with sweat and his eyes rolled around. The demon then passed stool and fell on the ground dead. So this is the story of Casey. Now, now Casey is a demon 
which also comes on the path of our own life uh, this is you know when when i was telling you you know ambition ambition is like a horse you know it just keeps on running 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 so there are over ambitious people in this world who really feel you know that i have to do this and not get on to the path of spiritual spirituality is meeting krishna isn't it so when you want to be spiritual you have to be on the side of krishna but when a person gets over ambitious what happens to that person especially those who are on the path of spiritual and ambition is also a path you know which they want to follow it can kill a person actually it's like a horse is running 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 you are running after huge targets goals and ambition is like mad you know it's completely driving you nuts you have too many things to achieve you have too many things to go to too many goals to achieve and that is a time what happens is the spiritual aspect of your life dies so krishna that is the supreme divine consciousness within every human being has to fight it out is basically how you have to fight it out yourself because ambition is like a mad horse it just runs uh let us say there is a person who has earned say 5000 rupees he wants to earn 50000 and then he wants to earn 5 lakhs and then he wants to earn 5 crores so that ambition is never you know you can you can never say that it's going to stop at this point look at all these heroes that are there you know in our films if you see yeah? somebody says i made a 100 crore film somebody says no i made 200 crores somebody else will come and say my film was 300 crores aren't these the same people who are so ambitious in life like they want to achieve the highest and that ambition is so care- taking them ahead and ahead that they lose the spiritual aspect of life you see the every new movie that comes out today has more and more effects special effects and the special effects are so f- fabulously shown that you require to see more and more advanced effects in the in the next film that will come so suppose you have lesser effects then what happens you feel let down isn't it it's like let us say you are a clerk in an organization and you want to become a manager senior manager or an, or an assistant manager or something like that then you want to become a senior manager and then your ambition is never going to stop at manager by the way you will say oh i want to become general manager maybe i want to become vice president after vice president you think you are going to stop then you want to become ceo and after ceo you think you will stop again you say i want to become chairman after chairman you think you will stop no i want to become chairman of group of companies then i want to own so many companies and i want to be the richest man in the world ambition is like that it's mad those who are on the path of spiritual should understand that ambition is the root cause of everybody falling down the moment you give your reins in the hand of this supreme divine then the supreme divine will take you wherever you are supposed to go do you understand this the supreme divine is not like a wild horse okay <laughs> it knows where it is going <laughs> so it's as if you are sitting on this horse 
of you know like uchishrava not kc now you are going on that horse and you are being taken to your destination so it is not like oh i have this destination to go so god should give me all the power and the energy and this and that and you know how many people apply for that cet examination lakhs and lakhs of people are applying everybody has an ambition likewise you see in india there are so many these uh, you know ias officers and this and that we apply for that public service examination there are lakhs of people who apply how many get it just a few hundreds or thousand and then what happens to the rest of them the rest of them they say nahi mere se nahi ho sakta hai or maybe you know i will try again but this is exactly how life is going to be you will find that there is hardly lesser than 1% people who actually succeed in whatever that they think that they have to do the rest of them 99.99% of the people what happens to them they get dejected they feel let down they feel mere sath aisa dhoka kyu hua you understand hindi film dialogue mere sath dhoka kyu hua and these kind of things happen so you will find that why should that happen the reason is because god has willed something else for you he has willed something else for you and that is that may not be what you think it is you may say i want to become a ceo of an organization but maybe you will end up like you know uh, a small clerk in a some place <laughs> you who knows and you are anyway going to be so bitter about the whole thing all your life bitterness comes to a person <coughs> now think about it how many people are aiming to become the president or the prime minister you look at the nation you will find there are everybody wants to become <laughs> <laughs> everybody wants to become something but only one fellow can become the prime minister only one person can become the president but everybody tries yesterday somebody was asking me the question so i just said everybody tries but only one wins you have to aim for winning not for trying trying har kutta try karta hai bolte hai na har kutta try karta hai <laughs> lekin win kaun karta hai ek hi karta hai <laughs> so you may try to win but then re- really we don't know so the rest of the 99% of the people what are they supposed to think oh the grapes are sour is that what you are supposed to think no you have something really spectacular in your life ahead of you i'll tell you a story about a person who started you know uh, many years ago this happened now this man a young person from kolkata now he came into spiritual at the age of 16 and then he met his guru and he was doing his regular stuff in his life you know like uh, going to school college all that kind of stuff on the other hand he was in spiritual so he would do bhajan kirtan all those kind of things so at the age of 
the guru, the person whom he met as the guru said, you know what, you should go and teach people, go. So, he said, okay, but till the age of 50, 55 I think, (coughs) he never actually came into spiritual. He never actually came into spiritual means, he never took initiation from his guru. Or rather the guru never gave the initiation. Never happened to him. At the age of 55 he came into it. Now at the age of 55 a person feels that his life is over by the way. Because 2 baras hai, 3 baras hai, retirement ke liye kya karega, India mein, you understand. Those who are <laughs> that last few years before their retirement, they always think, now what am I going to do? I'll go to my native place, I will settle down in life, blah blah blah. All the thoughts come to person. And then he has got so many diseases coming. Okay. Right from cataract to, you know, cataract is the simplest I am telling you. To diabetes, to blood pressure, to everything. He has all those problems. Now this man is getting initiated at the age of 55. And at the age of 69, he is given one ticket. Okay, of a steamer, boat, and a few dollars. Hey, lo, at this dollar, lelo. Go to America, and he goes to America. I hope the recording is still on because I don't know. <laughs> so he goes to America. He comes in New York City with no money in his pocket. You know what age he has now come to America? At the age of 70, 7-0. Alright? He stands in the middle of the city singing songs about Krishna. Wherever he goes, he sings songs about Krishna and dances like a mad fellow. With a shandy, imagine, you know, bald hair, orange clothes and one ektara in his hand. And uh, with one shandy like this, an old man singing in the middle of the street. He goes to different places and finally at one place there is a congregation of all these, you know, hi-fi musicians. So they all call him on stage and they say, you come on stage and you do your singing. And this man sings. At the age of 70, you know how the voice is, isn't it? And he starts singing. And for two hours, all these hippies, supposed to be hippies by the way, they all go mad on the stage and below the stage and everybody keeps on singing this Mahamantra called Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Everything is haywire. Everything goes mad. The whole world is going mad. And in a few years time, by the time he is 75-76, the ISKCON movement has established its credentials across the world. People like George Harrison, I mean Beatles, everybody goes and becomes his devotee. Everybody joins this movement. Today if you go to that place, you will find that there is a place where the ISKCON people had come. Even in Vrindavan also you will find, you will find even in the Himalayas. Oh, this is the place where the Beatles stayed. 
and they did their sadhana. So now if somebody says, you know, at the age of 55 you are supposed to be not doing anything and putting your legs up and, you know, thinking about retirement, look at this old man. At the age of 70, 70, with no money in his pocket, he went and shook the world. Today ISKCON is one of the richest organizations, you know, uh, organizations in the world with so many temples across the globe and so many places. You cannot even imagine. I am not promoting ISKCON over here. I am just trying to tell you that it need not be ambition if it is directed towards God. Ambition, if it is directed towards God, is going to last beyond your life. Understood? If an ambition is directed towards Krishna, it is going to last beyond your life. But if an ambition is directed towards your own, you know, personal, I want to become CEO and all that, I am sorry, you are going to be nobody by the time you are 60. Or by the time you are 70, nobody has heard of you. And they say, oh, this person used to be running this company. I am sure you will know. You know, there is a very big story about a person who left one company and joined another company and made the company into one of the biggest organizations in the world. So today where is he? I don't know. I am talking about Lee Ayakoka. I see many of you might have read his story, you know. But where is he now? Don't know. Nobody knows. Same thing. Those who are very great people in the past, where are they today? Nobody has any clue. Say, where is Bill Clinton? He's giving speeches. Okay. And if you ask, where is, where are the other people? George Bush? Nobody knows. Correct? Same in India also, think about it. Manmohan Singh, where is he? I don't know, by the way. Today I have absolutely no clue. Chidambaram, no idea sir, where is he? He must be in some party somewhere. So those who follow their own physical, you know, personal growth, they are nowhere. Just a few uh, months ago, a great person, supposedly a great person died. Uh, this person was uh, one of the biggest, uh, uh, you know, racing fellow in India. M.A.M. Ramaswamy, I don't know whether you have heard of him or not. He had hundreds of horses in his name. Okay. And all the great horses, the racing, he used to, his horses used to win. So where is he today? He's dead. What, do you think anybody is going to remember him? No. Maybe they'll put a plaque on some place and say, oh, this this was a horse breeder or somebody like that. By the way, he was also uh, one of the very big industrialists in South India. But today, where are they? Nobody has any clue. Right? So, even if you look at it from that point of view, whatever you achieve in your past, it's not going to be with you. Take the, take the case of the Apple iPhone company. Started by whom? Where is the name? Nowhere. Nowhere. So it is going to be like that. So the organization or the place that you may be thinking 
like um, during when i am in my childhood we always used to think of rockefellers the great rich industrialist of india and at that time somebody asked us who is the greatest industrialist in india tata and birla these two names used to always cr- uh, crop up today you ask them you know maybe 20 years before ambani today if you ask them some other name will come tomorrow some other will come and nobody is going to remain in their places but in the spiritual path let me put it this way your growth starts at even 50 suppose if you start by the time you are 70 or 80 no you have grown fabulously no recognition ah by the way you are not going to get a degree saying that you are so and so like say uh, prabhupad got a degree called ac bhakti vedanta all that big degree and all that but you are not going to get nobody is going to get so this is the horse which makes you grow tells you oh you should go here you should go there but spiritual person understand this that krishna with his spirituality can is not impo- is not important for us to go after this ambitions because if the lord wants you to do something different he is going to make you do that by the way it's anyway programmed like that so our job is to ensure that we follow a spiritual path and let the lord decide our destiny but if you think ambition is important follow the ambitious path no doubt about it then you are under the control of karma a second thing which you should know is don't be over ambitious and don't even think you know that you are going to reach the moon or some such place is not going to work so coming back to this story so keshi's teeth fell out remember that <laughs> the mighty arm krishna withdrew his arm from keshi's body which now appeared like a long karkatika oh i think i all right so i think i have missed out one verse let me do from verse number 7 6 kesi's teeth immediately fell out when they touched the supreme lord's arm which is the demon felt as hot as molten iron within kesi's body the supreme personality of god had then expanded greatly like a diseased stomach swelling because of the neglect as lord krishna's expanding arm completely blocked kesi's breathing his leg kicked convulsively his body became covered with sweat and his eyes rolled around the demon then passed stool and fell onto the ground dead the mighty arm krishna withdrew his arm from kesi's body which now appeared like a long karkatika fruit without at least a display of pride of at least having so effortlessly killed his enemy the lord accepted the demigod's worship in the form of flowers rained from the above my dear king thereafter lord krishna was approached in a solitary place by a great sage among the demigods narada the most exalted devotee spoke to him as follows who effortlessly now narada always performs his pastimes you know duties and his pastimes properly narad muni said o krishna krishna unlimited lord source of all mystic power lord of the universe o vasudev shelter of all beings and best of yadus o master you are the supreme soul of all created beings sitting unseen within the cave of the heart like the fire dormant within kindling wood you are the witness within everyone the supreme personality and the ultimate controlling deity you are the shelter of all the souls and being the supreme controller you fulfill your desire simply by your will by your personal creativity potency creative potency you manifest in the beginning the primal mode of material nature 
and through their agency you create maintain and then destroy the universe you are the very same creator having descended on earth to annihilate the daitya pramata and the rakshasa demons were posing as kings and also to protect the godly the horse demon was so terrifying that his neighing friends frightened the demigods into leaving their heavenly kingdoms but by our good fortune you have enjoyed the sport of killing him in just two days oh mighty lord i will see the death of chanura mushtika and other wrestlers among with those of the elephant kuvalyapada now this is the these are going to be they are going to be some other demons that are going to get killed so we are just getting an advance notification okay trailer <laughs> you kill uh, yeah then i will see you kill kalayavana mura naraka and the conch demon and i will also see you steal the parijata flowers and defeat king indra i will then see you marry many daughters of heroic kings after paying for them with your valor then o lord of the universe in dwarka you will deliver king narga from a curse and take for yourself the shamantaka jewel together with another wife you will bring back a brahmana dead son from the abode another uh, son from the abode of your servant yamraj and thereafter you will kill pondraka burn down the city of kashi and annihilate dantavakra and the king of chedi during the great rajasuya sacrifice i shall see you all this heroic pastimes along with many others you will perform during your residence in dwarka these pastimes are glorified on this earth in the song of transcendental poets now this is in just the entire krishna story that was given by narada to krishna narada is reciting the whole poem it's a big poem so he recites it now in english it sounds like a prose no <laughs> i can't i can't sing that poem so just for your information this is what he says so what are the stories that are going to follow the stories that are going to follow are different different of different kinds he's going to talk about how krishna is going to kill all the demons how he's going to win the kingdom over how he's going to hand over his kingdom to somebody else his grandfather and so on and so forth and then go over to win so many wives wherever he goes and stuff like that he has to take the jewel and he has to again the daughter of that particular person is given to him and so on and so forth there are too many things that are there so it's a huge load of stories that are going to come after this so this is what we do actually now let us say if i have to praise somebody okay so where what do i do Uh, first and foremost if i don't know the person i will go to a place called wikipedia so wikipedia mein pad lo so aisa hi hai pura start story mein bata diya ki aisa aisa ho gaya uska it's like that so narada is like that is like a wikipedia he goes from place to place he knows the whole stories he has told you the story right in the beginning matlab aage jaake pad lena but if you actually go back and think about it this is the same thing which happened to vyasmuni okay vyasa said this story to his son sukhdev and sukhdev in turn was telling it to parikshit and so on and so forth so everybody knew well in advance what the story was going to be even in your life you should know what your story is going to be you know what your story is going to be is going to be very simple there is birth and then there is death that is fixed isn't it now that you are born and you are anyway going to die that is two fixed points are there always in everybody's life in between what is there 
a full 70 mm stereophonic sound you know what film is going to be there in between <laughs> hero heroine maramari sab chalega all fathers grandfathers father in laws mother in laws you name it pura story chalega it's anyway going to be like that it's going to be full of glory but we when we actually look at life we always look at it from the most miserable point of view mere paas paisa nahi hai mere paas ye nahi we are only crying full life we just cry we don't see the excitement in our life we always think about it you know i didn't get this i am miserable i i should have gone to harvard i should have done this i should have done that yahi hum log bolte rehte hain ha i should have become the manager and the manager should have become you know like we just keep on cribbing 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 all life but if you look at it if you really want to make a wikipedia of your life you know and if i tell you you write your story chalo i'm sure you are going to eliminate all the negatives from it you are going to write all the beautiful stuff oh he passed in flying colors in his college then he went to join this this institute isn't that what you are going to do so why not see life in that beautiful form today format why do you always have to see it as a miserable person why do you have to say you know you do you think that you know when michael jackson ke bare mein likhenge samjho to are they going to write what are the wrong things that he did or are they going to say that he sold so many records he did this at the young age of this he became so and so and he was the jackson 5 isn't that what they are going to say 100% in mahatma gandhi story you know let, let us say you go to see mahatma gandhi's wikipedia do you think they are going to write anything experiments with the truth sorry boss they are not going to write that nobody is going to write that on the contrary they will say what a great person he was so you go and write your wikipedia story no to yourself not to wikipedia they will reject you <laughs> because somebody else has to write for you who is an unbiased person but you will be biased so let us go and write our own story and we are going to write it in a very brilliant manner and let us look at all the epo you know the high points in our life yesterday i was showing some people the you know how the uh, share market works you know share bazaar how it works if you see in one one year na there are like this like this like this like this like this graph is going like this like this. <laughs> and by the way if you see in what i was doing it will go like this 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 i never showed you going down i showed you going up you see the whole point so let us say those who are, i was just reading yesterday that if somebody had bought one mcdonald you know some mcdonald shares for 25000 dollars okay last year if they would have sold they would have been about 1.6 million dollars worth i think that's a good growth <laughs> so if you actually look at it from that point of view there is always going to be an upward climb it's never going to be downwards if you think that the shares are going to fall the market is going to collapse forget it sir after every downfall there is an up okay but when we look at it we always say are abhi gir jayega abhi gir jayega gir jayega we are only looking at how people are going to fall no don't look at the fall just look at the rise just look at the upside of your life 
don't keep on becoming miserable all the time so in this narada is saying all the good points of of krishna's life isn't it right or wrong he is only talking about how he killed all the demons that means how he became victorious how he overcame the difficulties in his life secondly he is talking about how he took over kingdoms how he defeated various kings they are talking about how he got married the different different stories of marriage and there is a very beautiful story of parijata parijata is a flower it's got the red you know stem and the white color flower if you don't know then next time when you come to my place i will show you the parijata flower is just outside my window okay these are the two flowers that i like one is parijata and one is ratrani these are two always there they they send very nice smells you know during the night so the story of parijata is also you will learn and how an ego of a person is demo, you know destroyed that is also going to you will also see the story so it's always going to be the upside so never look at the downside in life okay downside i think you have seen enough isn't it so write a good wikipedia story about yourself you may be just a few uh, you know not even 50 by the way <laughs> but if you look at all the write a good story and just look at it yes i have done really nice and i am going to do better always think like that subsequently i will see you appear in the time personified serving as arjuna's chariot driver and destroying entire armies of soldiers to rid the earth of his burden another victory let us approach you supreme personality of godhead for shelter you are full of perfectly superior spiritual awareness and are always situated in your original identity since your will is never thwarted you have already achieved all possible desirable things and the power of your spiritual energy you remain eternally aloof from the flow of the qualities of illusion <coughs> about krishna please understand this he is never attached to anything you heard no he got 16108 wives you have one wife or something like that <laughs> you are going to get attached like a baby call ka jod here he has got one you know 16 16108 wives he is not attached to anything in his life he is free from all illusions because the world is full of illusions it's his own creation by the way it's called maya it attracts you towards that thing okay now look at it from this point of view today now let us say santil has a young son a small boy he is supposed to bother about him about his call about his studies and this and that going to school coming back dropping him this that so many tensions 15 years from now santil will say abhi wo college mein jata hai udhar he said would have left him and gone somewhere to some college you know i said oh my son is studying in harvard or some such place you will see what are you doing nothing what will i do <laughs> i just have to give you buddy or maybe he is taking care of himself one of the two is going to say and after that he is not going to bother about ki स्कूल कौन सा है कितना बजे पहुंचने का है यू नो नाउ ही और इज वाइफ मस्ट बी ड्राइविंग हार्ड इज ट्राइंग टू रन टू द स्कूल फुल स्पीड टू रीच द स्कूल एंड टू एंश्योर दैट ही गेट द राइट क्लोथ्स एंड एवरीथिंग इज आई एंड एंड कैप्ट रेडी ऑल द डब्बाज आर फिल्ड यू नो ऑल योर डब्बाज ये खाने का वो खाने का वो खाने का 
the pencils, the pens or whatever the things are there in the bag. Imagine one day there is no pencil or pen in the bag. <laughs> it's going to cause so much a problem. And by the time he's, you know, 15 years from now, he's not going to be bothered whether he has a pencil or a pen or what. He's not going to bother about it. You're not going to bother what clothes he's wearing. He may be wearing just patella, tutela jeans and one t-shirt and going to college. Who knows? At <laughs> that time you are not even going to be bothered. But right now, it's all a bother. What he wears, how he wears, how he goes to school. He should go in time. Man is always caught up like this, you know. Day to day life. And he doesn't realize that it's not going to be with him after some years. But the most important part is what, you know. You are in that state. Enjoy that state. Enjoy that state. Don't feel bad about the whole thing. It's very important to be in that space, enjoy the space, but not get attached to it. Not get attached to it. Otherwise, you know, in all the old movies they show, na, in the bar mein baitha hai admi, as a glass leke, I fought in the world war too. Are beude, everybody fought in world war too. Okay, konsa bada teer mara? But you know, you, you cannot be thinking, you know, in the year 1947 when India got independence. It's boring. <laughs> so even at the age of 70, you should be out doing something or the other. <laughs> Not sitting in some place and, you know, ruining your life. Don't worry about it. Everybody has done the same thing. Everybody has dropped their children to school, those who are married and those who have become old. Forget about it, it's the same story everywhere. Every household is going to be the same. Sab jaga nappy leke aaye hai. Kisne bola nahi leke aaye hai. Sab jaga nappies leke aaye hai, sab jaga powder leke aaye hai. Everybody has done the same thing. But you should be in the here and the now. Like Krishna. But not get attached to anything. Don't get attached to anything. Attachment doesn't mean... Oh, this is my family, this is my... No, 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 I am not talking about that. It's not about being a part of the family. It's a part of being in that place. Now think about it. Now if, if I am going to ask you the same question. When you are flying from say one place to the other or when you are going in your train, are you attached to the seat? You are only attached to the seat when you are sitting in that seat. After the destination comes, who cares whether the seat is taken by somebody else or no? Right? But when you are sitting, you know, even in the theatre or even in the plane and somebody else is putting their hand rest, you know, hand on your hand rest, you know, you get so irritated about it. You are pushing like this, like this. In the train, somebody is jostling with you. We do that. We are bothered about our seat at that point in time. Once we get out of the train, we don't even know who was next to us. See, we are not attached. We are not attached to the people who travel with us. We don't even, we are not even attached to the seat on which we were sitting. But in our life we are so much attached to everything around us. Like family, bacha, company, eh, wo, farar. No! You are just a passenger in a train, remember this. And there is a passenger next to you. And you are going on a journey. Enjoy your journey. Instead of saying, mera seat hai, mera seat hai. You don't have to do that. Don't try to push that person's hand away. Oh, that person wants to put his hand? Okay, fine. That's okay, you can sit in the big house. Don't say it loudly, okay? 
you can think in your mind oh, pagal aadmi hai dekh and there is a child crying in some seat what to do child children are anyway going to cry what to do enjoy the journey okay so think about it like this krishna is the most detached person on earth he is not at all interested in anything like this so he is pure spiritual energy that is all that he is full of so wherever he is na he is completely lost in himself he is completely lost he is not caring whether kuch ho raha hai ki nahi but when he is there he is 100% into it is like your seat you know you have to be there 100% so when you are driving your child to school you have to be in the 100% over there otherwise you will cut some signal and some problem <laughs> you have to keep your eye on the road and drive properly carefully reach the place everything has to be perfectly done but don't get attached to anything that is the meaning of that so i bow down to you the supreme controller who is dependent only on yourself by your potency you have constructed the unlimited particular arrangement of this universe now you have appeared as the greatest hero among yadus vrishnis and satvas satvatas and have chosen to participate in human warfare this is one thing which you should understand is you are dependent on your own self like krishna is full of himself not egoistically getting lost in your own self to be a part of your own see you should understand that you had friends now you don't have friends you had relatives now you don't have relatives you see as a child you had friends in school you had friends in college you had friends now where are those friends the only time that you will do is bandi mein jayenge bolenge hey tu hai ki nahi ghar pe बोलेगा ए कैसा है तुम्हारा तुम्हारा बच्चा कैसा है मेरा बच्चा कैसा है दैट्स ऑल यू आर गोइंग टू से नथिंग बियॉन्ड दैट ओ हाउ इज योर जॉब गोइंग ऑन हाउ इज माय जॉब गोइंग ऑन यू आर नॉट गोइंग टू बी डूइंग एनीथिंग व्हिच यू डिड व्हेन इन कॉलेज नेवर गोइंग टू हैपन आफ्टर दिस अगेन यू डोंट हैव टू बी अटैच्ड टू एनीथिंग फ्रेंड्स विल गो रिलेटिव्स नाउ देयर इज 100% सम रिलेटिव इन योर लाइफ हु वांट्स टू बोला लड़का रहेगा तो है ना उसका कोई तो भी एक डॉटर या नीस है कुछ तो भी हो उसको तुम्हारे सिर के ऊपर पहनाने को कोशिश किया है एंड ऑलवेज हाउ आर यू हाउ आर यू किया था पहले अभी हट ऐसा करेगा तुमको देखेगा भी नहीं सो यू सी द दिस इज अ पार्ट ऑफ लाइफ यू हैव टू अंडरस्टैंड दिस इज हाउ द वर्ल्ड इज गोइंट टू बी सो वाई आर यू बॉर्डर यू शुड बी ऑलवेज फुल ऑफ योर यू शुड बी लॉस्ट विथ इन योर यू आर योर बेस्ट फ्रेंड इज इट You can you can stay in one place and be alone also over there. You don't have to be with somebody else. Just be your best friend and be there. So that is what he says. Sukhdev Goswami said, having thus addressed Lord Krishna, the chief of the Yadu dynasty, Narada bowed down and offered him obeisance. Then the great sage, then the great sage. and most eminent devotee took his leave from the lord and went away feeling great joy of having directly seen him after killing the demon kesi in battle the supreme personality of godhead continued to tend the cows and other animals in the company of his joyful cowherd boyfriends thus he brought happiness to the residents of rindavana one day the cowherd boys while grazing their animals on the mountain slopes prayed the great played the game of stealing and hiding acting out the roles of rival thieves and 
हर्डर्स वी ऑलवेज वी हैव डन दैट इज इन डिट चोर पुलिस खेला है कि नहीं बचपन में हाँ चोर पुलिस इट्स अ वेरी कॉमन गेम इन इंडिया यू बिकम द पुलिस और यू बिकम द चोर लाइक दैट इन दैट गेम ओ किंग सम एक्टेड एज थीम्स अदर एज शेपर्ड्स एंड अदर एज शीप दस दे प्लेड द गेम हैप्पीली विदाउट फ्यूर और डेंजर अ पावरफुल मैजिशियन नेम व्योमा सन ऑफ द डीमन माया देन अपियर ऑन द सीन ऑफ द गाइज ऑफ अ काउहर्ड बॉय प्रिटेंडिंग टू ज्वाइन द गेम एज अ थीफ He proceeded to steal most of the cowherd boys who were acting as sheep. Gradually, the great demon abducted more and more of the cowherd boys and cast them into the mountain caves, which he sealed shut with a boulder. Finally, only four or five boys acting as sheep remain in the game. Lord Krishna, who shelters all saintly devotees, understood perfectly well that Vyomasura was doing. Just as lion grabs a wolf, Krishna forcibly seized the demon as he was taking away more cowherd boys. The demon changed into the original form, as big and powerful as the great mountain. But try as he might to free himself, he could not do so, having lost his strength from being held in the Lord's tight grip. Lord Achyuta clutched Vyomasura between his arms and threw him to the ground. Then, while the demigods in heaven looked on, Krishna killed him in the same way that one kills a sacrificial animal. Krishna then smashed the boulder, blocking the cave's entrance, and led the trapped cowherd boys to safety. Thereafter, as his demigods and cowherd boys sang his glories, he returned to his cowherd village, Gokula. So the, we have come to the end of this chapter. So now, who is this person? Vyoma Sura, you know, Vyoma. It means the wide sky, the wideness, the grandeur of the things outside over there. When we go out in the material world, we are so obstruct with you know things. Okay. Those who have seen the videos of the New Year celebration in Australia and New Zealand and everywhere, you know, New York City and London, everywhere, all the pictures were there. Yes, yes, you have also seen the Dubai one also. I am sure. Dubai with that building burning and another place, all the firecrackers going up. This is. We see the grandeur and the glory everywhere, and we get so lost in it. There used to be one actor. Uh, he's still there, actually. He had this aeroplane. Okay, what he would do is, he would first celebrate his New Year in one country, fly to the other country, celebrate it again at twelve o'clock over there, fly to the third country, celebrate over there, fly to the fourth country, and he kept on celebrating the New Year, the, the New Year Eve, in so many countries. In every country that he went to, he went and struck the bell at twelve o'clock in the night. That is how he looked at it. Now, from our point of view, the sky is the limit. We say, no. We always want to achieve and touch the sky. We always want to achieve some kind of impossible stuff in our world. But when we do this impossible stuff, we lose a lot of people. Don't we lose a lot of people? Suppose today you are you are supposed to become a great minister or somebody like that, okay? Do you think you will remember any of your friends? All your friends are not going to be with you, and some of them who are going to be with you are going to be very, uh, they are very self-centered. So this kind of friendship doesn't remain when you aim too high in life. But then at that point you should remember that you are that universal self, and that you can. 
be a part of everybody's world. Krishna's story over here teaches us that even if you reach the sky, you don't have to be an exclusive person. You can have an inclusive relationship with everybody. You understand what I am saying? An inclusive relationship with everybody. You can be friends with everybody, the whole world. You don't have to have an exclusivity. You see, there are those exclusive clubs where you get invited. You don't have to be like that. You can be a very common person walking with a few money in your pocket, you know, and just being as common as you want to be. Now think about it. Do you think Shahrukh Khan can catch a local train? No. Except in the movie. He will catch local train only in the movie. But in the in real life, you think he can catch? No, you cannot. Same way, Rajni sir. He can't come on the road. Can he come on the road? Everybody will lynch him. <laughs> a man becomes too lofty for his you know, ideals. Like he becomes too high. And then he cannot be a common man at all. In Krishna's case, he is a spiritual master, he is a spiritual person, he is a common man. Like I said to you at the beginning of this, you know, Prabhupada, the person who founded ISKCON, he was such a common person, he would go and sit on the floor anywhere he wanted. It never mattered to him. He could sit with George Harrison from the Beatles and he could sit on the floor somewhere else also with some very poor people. And he would go around barefoot or at some time with the padukas of his he would walk around everywhere. The same clothes. There was no restriction for him. He never had to carry black cat commandos with him. Some people do 200 crore film and they have to carry a, a horde of commandos with them, you know, 20 of them. What is their life is become like a small, you know, something, somebody does like this and their life is gone. But look at these kind of people, the spiritual people. They don't care for death, they don't care for life, they just walk barefoot in the, amongst people. And there's not, nobody is going to follow them, nobody is going to do anything to them. Nothing. So in our world we have to be free, like the sky. Not get confined. Again, when we aim for the highs of the sky, you don't have to be exclusive. You can be inclusive. You can be a Mother Teresa of this world. You don't have a problem with anything. So, when you do something in your life, be spiritual and aim for the highs of your life and in spirituality, you don't have to bother about whom you are meeting and what you are doing. Okay? Only those people who think that they are a very exclusive breed, no, they will charge 5 lakh rupees for 5 minutes. There are people in, uh, in India and other places, you want a darshan of theirs, you have to pay a couple of lakh of rupees to get their darshan. That is not a good thing. Darshan means what? What darshan? Only God's darshan you take. He is a common man. You don't have to bother about some darshan of a common man. So, I hope you have understood what I said. I have come to the end of this chapter. So, if you have any questions, I will take it after I stop recording. You can stop, Chitty.